Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Besides helping us to make shows like this possible, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts like Tep and Step, access to all 61 years of the magazine in our digital archives, recruiting analysis, and must-see insight from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, we hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe that's texasfootball.com slash subscribe and thanks for listening the texas football today podcast is brought to you by chocolate milk built by nature you can watch texas football today live weekdays at noon at texasfootball.com and on facebook and if you like the show subscribe to the podcast vendor of your choice give us a positive rating and tell a friend Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas. It's Texas Football Today, your internet show of choice. Oof. My name is Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. TexasFootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live on TexasFootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch, or you listen to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of thy choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. Speaking of mediocre, I am sitting here, sitting over there at the oh. home today. Oh. <laughs> Was that a burn on me? No. Speaking of mediocre... <laughs> Yeah. Fine. I was just going to talk about... It's Ashley Pickle. She's the, she's the dorks. I don't have a way out of that. Yep. It was a good burn. Hi. It's a good burn, though. Here's a mediocre eye for you. It was a good burn for it, though. Next time you ask me to do something, I'm just going to say, eh, I don't think mediocre people do that. Today. <laughs> today is... Oh, I guess there's somebody else in the studio I should probably introduce. Yo. Oh, what's what's up, sorts? It's Greg Powers. Someone who is not mediocre. He is exceptional. Greg Powers of Next Little Athlete, a recruiting analyst. Hey, Greg. What's up? How are you, man? Great. Good to, good to see Gregs. you. Glad the football season. Never back. too many Gregs. But we can all agree. We can all agree. Always Greg, all Gregs. Greg only has one G at the end. I do agree with this. Yes, that's, that's fair. That's for darn sure. And those of you listening that always text me with two Gs in my name, it's one G. It's literally like Ryan from the office writing on the notepad. Yeah. <laughs> I notice. <laughs> I notice. Today is... Wednesday, September 1st, 2021. It is 85 days till Thanksgiving. Happy birthday to... Whose birthday is today? Give me somebody's birthday. Happy birthday to... Oh my gosh. I don't know. This is your one setup job. (laughs) It really is. Birthday to... I don't know. We got to find an... Like an old school birthday. I know that's a problem. Thing. It's all these like TikTok people. I don't I have know no idea people. who they are. A uh, former uh, Denver running back, or uh, Denver uh, Broncos running back, uh, Clinton Portis. Happy birthday to Clinton Portis. It's a um, bad name. Clinton. Wow. 
porpoise. Okay, that's fine. Doesn't really roll off the tongue easily. On today's show, my friend, episode 1232. On today's show, guys, we are going to have this week in recruiting with Greg Powers, next level athlete. We will hear from our good buddy, Jason Howell of Texags, a senior recruiting analyst over there. Uh, you had a good conversation with him. I haven't, I haven't heard the conversation, full disclosure, but I know... Jason Howell and uh, I know the conversation's good. It was awesome. I was gonna say, see, like shot in the dark. And Howell's I, I in our it. vlog the, from last week yeah, too. Howell's in our vlog so, getting a burger. So yep. if you want to see that, <laughs> you can get more of Jason Howell from Texas. Uh, and then back half of the show, we will be rolling out, unveiling the Mister Texas Football Top 100 Watch List. Yeah, players buddy. we've got our eye on for the most prestigious award in Texas high school football. It's coming up here at the back half of the program. But first, do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It was Hector Rios, Rob Hadaway, Tanner Solis, and Ed McElroy. Welcome in, fellas. Welcome in, my friends. Okie dokie. Let's do. Uh, let's go and promo this. Okay. Can we promo uh, what we're doing on Thursday? <laughs> Shabam. Thursday is tomorrow, and tomorrow is the watch along. Yeah. That's right. We're gonna be sitting in the studio, eating pizza, drinking water, soda, um, and uh, and beverage. watching Fort Bend Ridgepoint and Dickinson. Fort Bend Ridge Point Dickinson. We're going to be watching it live on Texan Live, and you can watch it along with us for free. We're giving away the game for free on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. So make sure you tune in with us. Hang out with us seven o'clock on, on Thursday, and got an all-star cast. It's in, the incomparable Ashley Pickle, the amazing uh, Ishmael mediocre. Johnson <laughs> from Twenty Four Seven Sports. The uh, I don't even have a word to describe Gabe Brooks. <laughs> A, Amazing. Uh, Just a singular. The man a, from the Piney Woods. A singular <laughs> Gabe Brooks. The great Mike Roach and also me. Uh, it'll be the five of us watching Dickinson and Fort Bend Ridge Point. Make sure you tune in 7 o'clock, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. We're giving away the game live. And, and I guess maybe I should make sure we're clear about this. In the past years, when we've done the watch-along, we've, you've had to second screen the game, and we've been kind of a commentary track for you. Mm-hmm. We're showing you the game. Yeah. If you tune in, you will watch the game with us. Like the game will be on your screen. You'll get to watch it, and we'll just be we'll just be your commentary for it. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be fun to watch along. Thanks to our friends at Texan Live. Man, I might have to stop by for that. Are you guys having pizza? Yeah. Yeah. Man, I might have to make a guest up here. Yes, by all means, dude. I was stop by. Say, we don't have a chair area. for you. Or a that's fine. But I you just, 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 you like can just pop, wave in the background. Like pop in and hang and out like, during halftime. Be like, there's Bird Emanuel Jr. <laughs> like, that'd be really good. <laughs> It good. just sounds like a good time. It is. It is it's gonna yeah. be. It's gonna be. I'm really. I was I'm gonna really say excited. anyone can come in the office tomorrow and chill with us. <laughs> not <laughs> from anyone. the staff. Not, yeah, I was gonna say. Let's not open this up. Not to you, hoodlums. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you know, the doors are locked. So anyway, <clears throat> I'm Greg Tupper. That's Greg Powers, and this is this week in Cruton. <laughs> this week in recruiting. With Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete, follow him on Twitter, G Powers Scout, follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter at Next Level D1. See his fine work at TexasFootball.com slash recruiting. And of course, this is brought to you by our good chicken friends at Chicken Express. And I have an announcement to make. Friday, before I did my stuff at Bally, like for lunch, I stopped at Chicken E. Oh, yeah. And I got the mini poppers. Nice. And Greg Powers, you know how much I hate saying this. You were exactly right. <laughs> they are delicious. The powers are, are banging. Okay, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to peel back the curtain. I haven't had them, so no, I obviously need to go get them. They're, he's not He's not lying. It's a different take on the mini popper, too. It's not like your traditional. No, it was di- like I didn't, I didn't know what I was getting into, and then I was like so glad I got into Speaking it. Speaking of watch-alongs, we should, we should get Chicken E for a watch-along one time. Yeah. Oh, man. That'd be good. Chicken E. Call me. 
Uh, it's just weekend recruiting with Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete. Uh, a lot to get to here in the Mr. Texas Football, or rather coming up here at the back half of the show, the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Year 100-player watch list. A few of those players will be featured here on This Week in Recruiting. One of the guys we're featuring here, the prospect on the rise, McKinney 2022 defensive back Damon Youngblood. Damon Youngblood was a guy who, in week one, certainly made a name for himself. Uh, he's a Louisiana commit. Uh, he had two pass breakups and an interception, and he caught a touchdown in their win over Springdale, Arkansas, Harbear. A, a fantastic game for Damon Youngblood. And you think this could be a guy that he's a Louisiana commit for now, but maybe making a bigger name for himself. Yeah, uh, this is a guy who had a really outstanding uh, week one game and, and that 35-28 victory and for those of you who don't know Springdale Harbor Harbor Air, I don't know whatever whatever they're pretty good you know <laughs> yeah. they're a team that's known in the Springdale area um, being one of the old stomping grounds I used to have to cover back in the day day uh, they were always a very talented team putting out division one athletes so this is a team that came into Texas with expectations to win that game and Youngblood helped shut them down alongside a few other talented players on that McKinney roster. Uh, but this is one to keep an eye on. He's going to be taking an uh, unofficial visit, it looks like, to Texas for game number one. Gives him the chance to kill two birds with one stone um, and look for a little bit more on you know this guy and other guys from that game from Guy Frazier, who was our correspondent that attended it uh, this weekend. Uh, but Youngblood's going to take his unofficial visit to Texas and he'll be able to see Louisiana and Texas at the same time and Texas has started to show some interest and in of course that's reciprocated with the invitation to come to the game yeah and and that's you know I think it's important to remember because I know for us we are always very much looking for you know especially once we get some tape we we all we're kind of taking it into context and understanding okay uh if a player let's put it this way if like a Highland Park player really stood out last week against South Lake Carroll. We know it's like, oh, okay, that that really matters. And so when you're playing a team from out of state like Springdale Harbear, it's hard to necessarily grasp exactly what this means, but just know that this is one of the premier teams in Arkansas. And so right. to do this against a team like that, it is the equivalent of doing it against a good team from Texas, which is why I think people are starting to sit up and pay attention. They understand that this isn't against some uh, slapdash team thrown together at the last minute. This is a good team here. I think this segues into a very good point to be made about the season this year, too, because we came through a pandemic year, uh, had limited evaluation period. Some of these guys who are committed to a school like Louisiana are going to continue to get looks from the big dogs, right? They're going to look, continue to try to flesh out their class, get full 25-man rosters. Transfer portal is always a factor now. But as guys step up and have strong seasons, what doors will be open for them? And this is a guy that just, you know, to keep an eye on. You, the McKinney has running back Brian Jackson, mm -hmm. um, a number of talented younger guys on that roster, but the guy who stood out in person was young blood. So that's something that you should take note of. Most certainly. Let's move on to our commit of the week. Our commit of the week, we're going small school. We're going to Marlin, Texas, which is a team that uh, you should be paying attention to because they got some dudes. One of those dudes is their defensive tackle, Jare Bledsoe, who committed this week to Texas. He had offers from Alabama, A&M, TCU, Baylor. He checks in at number 38 in the DCTF Hot 100. Uh, and this is a guy who um, may be a little bit raw, but uh, boy, howdy, the tools there are, are, are why everybody in, in the nation is after him. Yeah, no doubt. He's a six foot four, two hundred and seventy pounder who rushed for over twelve hundred yards and twenty one touchdowns as a junior. <laughs> yeah, so 
I mean, that kind of tells you what you need to know about his potential upside. And, and just watching him play up front, he's a guy who, you know, I categorize as relentless in his pursuit of the football. And give credit to this young man as well. He played for Bremont last year. He's now playing at Marlin. Um, had a play on both sides of the football, rushed for over 1,200 yards, collected over 100 tackles, uh, was a force on both sides of the football. And it's not easy as a big man to do that consistently. And he showed good conditioning. And, and he was just dominant at his level last season. And that's what you want to see. Uh, is there going to be some transition from small town high school football to you know the bright lights of the college game in Austin? I think so, yes. But he has all of the tools that you're looking for to be an impact player. And Texas is doing a pretty bang-up job along the defensive front. If there's something that we've been critical uh, here in the recent years, uh, you know, the Tom Herman era, the Charlie Strong era, it was they just didn't seem to have those guys on the defensive line to be in the national discussion, mm-hmm. right? There's been one-offs. There's been some really good players up front, but they haven't put together the squad that you need on the defensive front to compete for a national championship, to be in the Big 12 championship conversation every year. And it looks like this is a priority right now for this staff, and it's starting to pay dividends. I think they got six D-line commitments now, and all of them wow. are pretty good. Yeah, that's uh, that's obviously a, a, a place where they're putting a lot of resources right now, is trying to shore up that defensive line, especially if there is a, uh, a move to the SEC on the horizon, which it will be at least in 2025. But uh, but this is obviously a huge uh, – man, I love giving the ball to number 99. Cool? It just makes me really <laughs> Big happy. Big man touchdowns like, just I make just, you want to rate him higher. Uh, yeah, He's actually, so... you know what? That's it. Make him a six-star. That's <laughs> it. That's it. Him and Doug Brooks, they're six-stars now. Said that's it. what we're going to do. Uh, we're talking this week in recruiting with Greg Powers, next level athlete here on Texas football. Today, begin with the conversation, hashtag TF Today. Let's go to our underclassman of the week. Our underclassman of the week, um, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this, this na- school name right, uh, but uh, the quarterback at South... South Lake Carroll. Carroll. South Lake Carroll. South Lake Carroll quarterback Caden Anderson, who of course took over when uh, Quinn Ewers reclassified. Uh, and he played Highland Park in the opener. And boy, howdy. He looked sharp. I don't think. Uh, I, it seemed like as the game went on, they opened up the playbook a little bit more for him and let him make some more plays and, and gave him a little bit more latitude out there. I think in the early going, it was a pretty conservative play calling there from the South Lake Carroll staff. Uh, but when he was able to let it loose, Caden Anderson certainly, certainly impressed. 16 of 24, 261, and four touchdowns. You know what? I was torn. You know, watch this game live in Owen Allen. 2023 oh, running yeah. back had Dude, that a kid mon- rules. He, he really does. I'm going to tweet that. He's my. He's. I'm doing a long list of players he's who rule, rule this year. Owen Allen rules, and he's been ruling for yes. a while. So <laughs> I was. I was torn, and you don't want to know what made the call really easy. Is we've got an interview coming with Owen Allen, so we mm-hmm. didn't make him the uh, underclassman of the week. We made his teammate and close friend. Caden, the underclassman of the week, and here's why. You know, he had the tough assignment at having to fill in for Quinn Ewers, who went on to play college football a year early. You know, a remarkable story in and of itself. Uh, But everybody was going to be watching this young man play under center, and er everybody's eyes were on this game. And what they did is they kind of dominated a Highland Park team in their home away from home at AT Mm AT&T Stadium. You know, I've watched a lot of South Lake Carroll games in AT&T. I've watched a lot of Highland Park games in AT&T, and Highland Park is probably the toughest team to beat there. It really, truly is. 
a home field advantage for them there on, by all accounts. And they were able to go in and, and ride this guy's – and, you know, the rushing talents of Owen Allen to a big victory uh, in week one. You know, it was kind of a runaway thing with them in, in large part due to this this young quarterback's play. And now I think colleges are going to start to take note as well. Six foot four, 205, 210 pounds has uh, the tools you're looking for. So look for him to start to pick up some major attention soon. Yes, I think that uh, if you don't know the name Caden Anderson – uh, it's You're going to learn it real fast. Like, <laughs> Caden Anderson was one of those things like we were telling you, hey, he's going to step in and he's going to be fine. The, the offense is not going to fall off a cliff. Uh, now there's no excuse not to know his name. Caden Anderson, certainly a name to know there at South Lake Carroll. Finally, let's round it all out with our Recruit of the Week. Who decided to pop off on Saturday night. <laughs> recruit of the Week is Bridgeland 2022 quarterback Connor Wigman. Uh, 54-14 win over Klein Kane. This was on ESPN. One of, the, one of the ESPN. U. Yeah, one of the ESPN networks. Um, he's up for Mr. Tech's Football Player of the Week because he committed, co- completed 23 of 33 for 358 and five touchdowns. He also ran for 104 yards and two touchdowns, and he caught a 17-yard touchdown pass. Um, Connor Wigman, uh, the Texas A&M commit. Um, I'm not a recruiting analyst like you are, but I think he's pretty good. Well, it, we're, it just worked out really well this week. We have Jason Howell, <laughs> Texag senior recruiting analyst, and he's going to talk a little bit about Connor in the upcoming interview. And then this dude just had an amazing game. And one thing that I love about Connor Wigman's game is does he not like, even though he's athletic, he's a two-sport star at Cypress Bridge, Bridgeland. He's a great baseball player, but does he is he not like a throwback type of? guy to you like he just looking at his highlights he just seems like he screams um I, i'm just trying bart star or some, you know what i mean like you just see like some old school type he's an old of, school quarterback yeah. but he can run yeah you but know he runs that's, that's he always the, looks like he's having a, a blast too out yeah. there he he's a blue collar type of quarterback that plays with uh new age style you know he brings the best of what we would consider maybe all both worlds mm-hmm. into one package and to see him get started off with a strong game in game number one um the Maximum future is bears. bright in college station the yeah. future is bright in college station and connor wigman's going to be a whole lot of fun to watch well and, and let me just you know let me i'm going to put you on the spot here and this is this is a jerk this is a jerk thing to do i okay. i recognize that but we you and i both know that i'm a jerk <laughs> yes right now if you go to texasfootball.com slash recruiting now, I want to make sure I get this right. If you go to textfootball.com slash recruiting, a great website, uh, as I vamp, I believe there are three five-star prospects in yep. the class of 2020, in the class of 2022. We have Denver Harris from Galena Park North Shore. We have Amari Abor from Duncanville. And we have uh, Calvin Banks Jr. from Humble Summer Creek. Yep. That means, and I know how this works, there are five five-stars every year. Correct. Right? Or up to five. I up guess to technically- five. We have a disclaimer in 2021, there were six because because Quinn Ewers reclassified right. to 2021. So there's two more spots for five stars. Is Wigman in that conversation? I think so. I mean, I think you have to look at everybody this year. And again, we have to go back to this is an abnormal year. Mm-hmm. There wasn't the same amount of camps. There wasn't the same amount of evaluation. We're just now getting to look at these guys and show what they can do on tape. This is the tape that's going to matter I think the most when it comes to recruiting rankings is the senior tape. A lot of times when you're evaluating these guys, you go strongly off of the junior year. And then, you know, the evaluation period heading into the senior year is almost 90% of the determining factor because your rankings have to be shored up by October, Mm -hmm. right? Because 
media starts to come out on signing classes in December, and if you want to publicize your rankings, write magazines about them, then you have to have your rankings <laughs> finalized. Who would do that? <laughs> you have to have your rankings finalized in October. So, you know, each and every game we're watching as much as we can. And n- number 15 in the state right now, the number two quarterback in the state, I think he is a prospect that we should consider for five-star status. And I would go ahead and say anybody in that top 25, you're probably eligible. A guy who's always eligible for five-star status. Oh, Greg Powers, the next smooth. level athlete. Follow him on Twitter at Scout. <laughs> next level athlete on Twitter, next level D1. See his fine work at TexasFootball.com slash recruiting. Stick around because I need you to introduce Jason Hell. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at TCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That is our subscription package. Two magazines, a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com. If you've become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Football Insider. Textfootball.com slash subscribe. And now, a word from our friends. Fast scans, happy fans. Hometown Ticketing is proud to be the official digital ticketing solution of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Simplify your school's ticketing with Hometown, providing schools nationwide with the best options for digital ticketings for their events. Visit their website at hometownticketing.com to learn how they can make digital ticketing possible at your school. That's hometownticketing.com. Powers, Fast scans. We spoke with Texag senior recruiting analyst Jason Howell, a man who has known to get out and uncover some of the brightest stars in the high school game. And right now it's a very exciting time for him as he's covering Jimbo Fisher's highly touted recruiting classes in College Station, and I know he's having a lot of fun doing it. Here's Jason Howell from Texags here on Texas Football Today. Greg Powers with TexasFootball.com, and I'm joined by one of the best recruiting insiders in the entire country, Texags.com's Jason Howell. Good friend of the program, man, and, you know, you're always one of my top reads on social media, also all your articles that come out on the website. I just wanted to say – uh, thanks for hopping on with us today. Man, it's always a pleasure, man. I'm always here for you guys. Uh, you know, Powers, you know, you know you're one of my guys. Always have been. Appreciate that, man. And uh, I'm not going to waste any time. I'm going to jump right into it. Texas A&M, under the watchful eye of Jimbo Fisher, has really done a great job recruiting. You know, it's been a – it's been a fun ride. I know as a guy who covers it year in and year out, you have really seen – I, you know, Texas A&M's always recruited well, but there's yeah. been an uptick in recruiting, it seems like, here in the past few seasons. Why don't you just give us a behind-the-scenes what it's like being Jason Howe, uh, covering, a, uh, covering a beat of guys who are, you know, the most highly sought-after guys in the country. Well, I, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Since Jimbo Fisher has arrived at Texas A&M, this, is, this has been one of the more uh, – this is my favorite period uh, I've, I've had the opportunity to cover. I covered uh, a little bit of the Art Brow, early Art Browse era there at Baylor. Um, I got to uh, cover the tail end uh, recruiting at, um, of the Mac Brown era at Texas. And, you know, I've seen – up close, you know, some heavy hitters at LSU and, and Oklahoma as a regional guy. But what Jimbo Fisher is doing at Texas A&M is by far 
it's the, it's the most fun I've ever had covering recruiting and doing this job. And, and one of the things that makes it so is they're never, they're never out for, for a kid. You know, if, uh, if there's a recruit that they want, you know, it's hard. It, you can't just say, Oh, they're, they're not going to get that guy. You know, that, that guy's going somewhere else because as soon as you do that, you know, something happens. Uh, they, they do a great job of hanging around and, and, um, you know, even when things don't look good, uh, they they deal with the momentum swings of the recruiting process better than any staff I've I've ever seen. Uh, and you know, part of it, some of it, you know, when it you got to win the long game, especially when you're talking about these big time recruits. And uh, you know, they they do such a great job of you know the highs and lows and. And uh, in the end, being able to reel in, not every one of them, but they reel in their big, you know, their fair share for sure. Uh, being a recruiting analyst myself, a guy who covers high school football, I was really pumped whenever Haynes King was named the starting quarterback. And I mean, just a guy that I know that we covered a lot. And everybody got a chance to uh, not only watch him grow up in that Longview program, but you know, everybody has a good relationship with Coach John King there as well. So it's fun to watch his son be named the starter. But is there another guy uh, maybe who we don't know so much about or we haven't heard so much from that is going to be on the field this year that you're excited to see that you covered as a recruit? Oh, man. Uh, this, shoot, I'll tell you what, just in this past class, uh, you know, Shamar Turner um, has a chance to see a, quite a bit of playing time. Uh, Deuce Harmon is another one uh, that uh, just over the years you get close to these guys and and those two are, are a couple. Uh, I think Deuce is on the depth chart at two different positions in the secondary and and Shamar has a chance. He's going to be a factor in the rotation this year uh, on the defensive line. So uh, no surprise there. Um, those two really jump out. And, uh, you know, I'll tell you what, one, one that really um, – that, that I really have loved to see – well, there's two of them there at, uh, at the receiver position, Caleb Chapman and Chase Lane. Um, Chase was a guy that committed to Texas A&M under Kevin Sumlin. And, um, you know, this, he, wasn't, he wasn't the most highly sought-after guy. He had – he was, he was always known as a speedster, but to see him develop and, um, you know, turn it, turn into, he's, he's a starting receiver in the SEC and, uh, he's, he's, uh, over taken more highly rated recruits and, uh, and it's been fun to kind of watch him along his journey. And then Caleb, I think Caleb was primed to take a big step last year. And, uh, you know, the injury really sidelined him. But uh, all, all signs seem to point to him, you know, being a real difference maker and adding a, a different dimension to that offense. Uh, fast forward and now to the class of 2022. Uh, see that Texas A&M has 14 commits in the back. 12 of them are from the Lone, Lone Star State. And some yeah. of the top guys. Looking at that list right now, who is like, who are some of the standouts that Aggie fan, Aggies fans need to know, needs to know about? Well, Connor Wigman, right off the bat, uh, the, the quarterback. Uh, yeah, I, I don't care what he's one of the best in the country, one of the best uh, in in the state of Texas. 
uh, you put him up there against anybody, he's going to compete. And uh, I, I think everybody saw uh, over the weekend what he did uh, in the opener on ESPN, just uh, lit it up, you know, running, passing, even had a receiving touchdown, uh, just, uh, just an all-around playmaker. Uh, but make no mistake, he is a skilled quarterback and uh, with a quick release, gunslinger type mentality. Uh, that is that. That's a guy you got to know right off the bat. Uh, Bryce Anderson, Beaumont Westbrook. Uh, he'll he'll be a quarterback for Westbrook. He's going to be a DB in uh, in College Station. Uh, projects kind of as a safety corner. Uh, can play several different spots there in the secondary. I I kind of compare him to Jalen Catalan. Uh, because the build and the instincts that that they have are similar, uh, you know, with Jalen, it was I, I don't think I'd ever seen a kid in high school that that seemed to be in the right spot as often as uh, as Catalan. And I see a lot of that in, in Bryce and, and what he brings to the table. And I think a lot of that goes back to what he does at, uh, at you know, as a quarterback. Um, Malik Silla, another big one, um, uh, big, long, you know, big frame defensive end out of Katie, just a ridiculous athlete. Um, I think, uh, I think he's, he's one of the, he's definitely in the top two or three defensive linemen in the state for me, um, maybe even number one. And uh, as far as upside, he's got the, uh, he's got all the ability in the world. Uh, and it was a big part of kicking the kicking the class off. Uh, and then I I got to throw it out to Donovan Green and uh, and Bobby Taylor. Those two have been real instrumental in helping build the AM class. Uh, Donovan Green, when it comes to the tight end position in the state of Texas, he's at the top of the list and has been since his freshman year uh, in his class. So he's uh, he's. He's had to wear that crowd for a long time, and he's done nothing uh, to lose it over the years. Uh, just a real athletic kid. It's easy to make the Jalen Widemeyer comparison, both of them being from Dickinson. And, uh, you know, he, he brings a similar type of skill set there. So I know a lot of people in, in Aggieland are excited about that. And then Bobby, and that, his dad was an All-American, um, you know, played in the NFL, and all he's done is compete. And uh, and do big things down there. Katie had a big uh, big showing at the opening uh, finals this uh, this summer, and looks like he's he's back and ready to go uh, for another big year at Katie. I always love looking at the rankings that you help compile at TexAgs.com as well. Um, you know, yeah. we compare rankings notes throughout the year. We talk about guys when we not only when we see each other out making our rounds, you know, through high schools or at games or at camps, but, you know, we talk quite often about what we see out of this guy or that guy. And mm -hmm. y'all's number one player in this class, Harold Perkins, um, yeah. we have him in the, we have him in the top five or six. I think we have him number uh, five right now in our rankings and number five on y'all's list is Denver Harris, who we have <laughs> number one. Um, both guys are, serious Texas A&M targets. So yeah. where does Texas A&M kind of stand in your mind? I know you got some sources there that you can yeah. tap into in the Houston market to talk about these guys, but the two number one guys, Harold Perkins and Denver Harris, is A&M a serious player in those recruitments? 
Well, it, uh, yeah, um, and, and Brownie's our guy down there in the Houston area, and, and Ryan does a, a great job of covering those, that area and heading up the, the coverage we do on those Houston area guys. Definitely. Uh, and, for those who, and for those yeah, who don't ahead. know, Ryan, Ryan Broninger at texags.com is Jason's colleague and does do a great job down there. And uh, But Harold Perkins, this I got to say, he's, I've always kind of compared him to Marcel Brooks and just how violent he plays, except I think he's a more true linebacker than Marcel uh, was coming out of high school, uh, but just a very twitchy, aggressive linebacker who does a little bit of everything out there at Cypress Park. Uh, but yeah, uh, A&M's right there in the mix. Uh, A&M, LSU, uh, can't forget about Texas in there. So I think uh, really it's probably gonna come down to those two or three schools. Uh, I, I expect AM to be very much in it uh, whenever he does decide to make that call, uh, be, be among his finalists. Um, but uh, yeah, he was at he was at AM for the for the pool party at the end of July. And, um, you know, all, all reports are he's uh, he enjoyed himself and and had a good time. And and I, I, I would expect him to make it back this fall for a game and um and then with Denver, man, Denver's hard to read. AM's in his top five. Uh, I, I get more of an Alabama-Texas battle for that one. Um, but AM's in there. Um, I think it's one of those things that's going to come down to getting him back on campus and, and, uh, and seeing how it all goes from there. But uh, right now, I'll probably give the edge to Alabama. 14 guys in the class. There's still some room to take some more. Is there a guy out there that uh, Jason Howell feels really good about is going to be a future Texas A&M football player? I got a few guys that I'm watching pretty close. Uh, you know, Bear Alexander, defensive tackle uh, out of Fort Worth Brewer. Um, I put, uh, you know, Brennan Thompson just named A&M in his top three with Texas and Oklahoma State out of Spearman. Uh, and, and Chris Marshall, a receiver out of Fort Bend Marshall, uh, those those three are guys that that uh, you know I think if yeah if I'm making predictions those are three I'm looking at pretty closely uh, to be in AM's class down the line. How are they going to round it out? What's the numbers looking like? Do they have like a set feel right now for how many they can work into this class? Is it going to be a full class or is it going to you know air towards that lower end as far I, as number as far as numbers go? Yeah yeah I look for them to go uh, try and try and grab a full twenty five. Um, so we'll see how it all works out, but I look for it to be in that 25 range. And um, yeah, I, I, I think this, this class, uh, you know, has a chance. I've been predicting top three to five. I'm starting to lean more towards a top three type class. And I think they can make a run at number one overall in the country. So um, if, if the right pieces fall into place. So um yeah, they, I, I look for them to take a full 25. They're going to have to to make that happen. There's a reason why you're considered one of the best, Jason. Some great information for us today. Thanks for joining us. And as always, you uh, are invited back to come on the show anytime. Yeah, we'll have to talk some 23s. I already got that class rolling. And uh, and uh, you know, we'll, uh, we'll have to hit on some of those next time. Let's do it. Thanks for joining us, All man. Right. There he is, our buddy Jason Howell from Texags, senior recruiting analyst over there. Good insights there. Appreciate he's, his time, Solomon. He's dialed in. Some big time recruits <laughs> still on the radar. So, for so, and, and he's an. He, 
How do I put that? He's an interesting case in the sense that, like, you and him operate so differently, but, like, there's so much overlap in the sense that his focus is obviously on A&M, right? Right. The, working for Texax and things like that. Um, but, like, that allows him to, like, go really deep on that, on, like, on fewer kids as opposed to you paint a bit of a broader brush. Which is what makes it so amazing to me is that he is still, like, dialed in on some of these other guys who are, like, way off the radar they're like you should have no like texas a like if you, from a texas a&m perspective you should have no like under you, you, there's no reason to know this kid and then he'll he'll be like oh no this three-star kid at you know some school you've never heard of at colms neal is actually a superstar he works extremely hard and they still keep up with a top 100 list over there mm-hmm. which i think keeps them relevant with not only texas a&m targets mm-hmm. but with all the other recruits as well and that's why it's fun to compare notes with him like when we're on the mm-hmm. road or talking on the phone about top guys it's always fun to respect the opinion of your colleagues that you're discussing these guys with and Jason Howe's a guy I have a lot of, I have a lot of respect Six for. and say it's always cool like there's a lot of guys we know that are like it feels like they're like encyclopedias like you open them mm-hmm. up and it's just like all this guys. information and he's one of those guys that you can just sit there and listen to for a long time yeah yeah, and in fact, we're gonna have two more guys like that on our watch along tomorrow with Gabe Brooks and, and yeah. Mike Roach. Sure. And uh, go back and listen to Mike Roach's interview from last week if you missed it. He breaks down the Texas Longhorns and another mm-hmm. guy who has a lot of information. Exactly. Anyway, we appreciate Jason Howell from Texas hopping on with us. Pickle, one last thing to do today. <coughs> list time. We like list we around like here. Lists, especially <laughs> this one. Dave Campbell's Texas Football, leading publication for all things football. And t- I didn't write this. I want to be clear. <laughs> So when I'm saying that, I'm not just talking up Dave Campbell's Texas football. Here's a self-promotion read I was gonna from say, Greg I was Tepper. Like, I was like, this is very nice of the Texas Bowl to say. But it's like, <laughs> Dave Campbell's Texas football, the leading publication for all things football in Texas and the Texas Bowl, are proud to announce the 100-player watch list for the Mr. Texas Football High School Player of the Year Award. The voters, when appropriate, will add players to the watch list. Mr. Texas football annually recognizes the most outstanding high school football player in the state of Texas. Each week, Fans are given a chance to vote for the Player of the Week on TexasFootball.com. The end of the high school football season, 10 finalists for the 2021 Mr. Texas Football Player of the Year will be named. Fans can then cast their vote as to who should be named Mr. Texas Football. The winner of the 2021 Mr. Texas Football Award will be announced prior to the Texas Bowl, which will be played at NRG Stadium in Houston on January 4th, 2022. We've got the list up on TexasFootball.com, the whole 100-player watch list there. It includes guys like Kate Klebnik from Austin-Westlake, Amari Abor from Duncanville, Colt Shuckers from Lindsay, uh, Dalton Brooks from Shiner, uh, Dylan Bell from Houston-Kincaid, Caleb Burton from Lake Travis, Jalen Hale from Longview, uh, uh, Seth Davis from Katy, Josh Hoover from Rockwell Heath, uh, Ollie Gordon from Eulis Trinity, uh, Xavier Wishart from Jim Ned. It's, uh, it's across the whole span of, uh, of, of Texas high school football. You can play, see who's up for the, who's on our watch list for the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Year Award. Former winners of the award include 2018 Heisman Trophy winner and number one overall pick Kyler Murray, who was the only two-time winner, 2013-2014. 2012 Heisman Trophy winner Johnny Manziel from Kerrville Tivy. Um, he won it in 2010. Uh, former Longhorns running back Jonathan Gray, who won in 2011. Former Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers running back Jaquiz Rogers, who won in 2007 at Lamar Consolidated. Uh, current Oklahoma State quarterback Spencer Sanders was our 2017 award winner at uh, Denton Ryan. And Dallas Cowboys quarterback uh, Garrett Gilbert, uh, the 2008 winner at Lake Travis. Hallettsville and Texas Longhorns running back Jonathan Brooks took home the award in 2020. <clears throat> Excuse me. The Texas Bowl will once again feature a matchup between Big 12 and SEC opponents taking place at Energy Stadium in Houston on January 4th, 2022. For more information on the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Year Award, visit Texas visit thetexasbowl.com or texasfootball.com.
texasfootball.com. You can find the whole 100-player watch list for Mr. Texas Football on texasfootball.com. And it's a big deal to even and be named to the top 100 there. For it's sure, like on the watch deal. list. And I think it's worth mentioning here. If you're not on this list, that doesn't mean you're ineligible. That's huge, yeah. These are guys that we are just, we've got dialed in. We think that they are our guys. We will then narrow it down to semifinalists, and then we'll narrow it down to finalists. And th- that's at the point where we start cutting. Right now, everyone's eligible, mm-hmm. but these are the 100 players we've got on our radar uh, starting the year uh, for the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Year Award. So thanks to the Texas Bowl for being our friends. Let's go over to Ashley Pickle, the wonderful Ashley Pickle. I feel bad for calling you mediocre at the beginning of the show, so I'm going to make it up. Whatever. <laughs> it, came out, it just came out so well. Uh, let's go over to Ashley Pickle for the America's second favorite segment, Final Thoughts. Um, want to go ahead. I'm going to throw this up one more time. I know we've done this a couple times, but just want to remind people, watch along tomorrow, 7 o'clock p.m., Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. we got an all-star cast there lined up for it for Fort Bend Ridgepoint and Dickinson. Make sure to come watch along with us, and you will be able to see the game on the screen. You so that's watch really the game. cool. Yeah, watch even if you like mute us. <laughs> you can still watch the game still for watch free. Watch the game for free, <laughs> and uh, just watch Tepper's facial expressions. Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Uh, Greg Powers is going to try to swing by and steal our soda. The za soda. <laughs> Uh, so make sure you're on with us on YouTube, Facebook, or Twitch as we stream live the Fort Benrich Point versus Dickinson game with commentary from Gabe Brooks, Ishmael Johnson, Ashley Pickle, Mike Roach, and myself. So make sure you're here next tomorrow at 7 o'clock. Not next week, tomorrow. We'll probably, we'll you probably, can be here next week, too, I would say but we'll probably, <laughs> probably go, not we'll probably, for a watch-along. Because kickoffs, I guess... We can't do it as we will be in El Paso. What the, well, oh, yes, for sure. But <laughs> um, is kickoff, kickoff's not at 7 o'clock. It'll be at like 7.07. I can look. You ready for this? I need you to wow, fill some man. time here. Greg Powers, uh, tell me a thing that you uh, think is fun about sports. Well, I'm just in spirit of what we're looking up, Dickinson had a huge comeback win yes. over Manville in week one. And they featured Texas A&M commitments, P.J. Williams and Donovan Green. So mm-hmm. if you are an A&M fan, which is kind of like maybe the vein of this show, you know, the recruit of the week was an A&M, mm-hmm. future A&M quarterback. We had special correspondent uh, Jason Howe from Tex-Ags on. So there's a little bit of an A&M thing going on today. So if you are an Aggies fan, you should check that game out well, for sure. And I will also- Game is at 7. Thank you. Game is at – so kickoff is at 7. Yes. So we'll, so we'll come like on. Yeah. Or something like that. Um, and then, by the way, Fort Bend Ridge Point's chock full of recruits too. Bert, yes. Bert Emanuel Jr. Uh, is is awesome. I know they've got the big offensive lineman, Calvin Harvey. Um, Marvin Session, their wide receiver. That's a guy who I'm really excited to know more about because he's really talented. His recruitment hasn't really taken off. And I think they got a couple of young guys, D.K. Yeah. Kalu and mm-hmm. some other guys to keep an eye on. So too. make sure – wait, D.K. Kalu? Is that right? Is that Indy's kid? I don't know. Let me let me pull that up for you really quick. I mean, the last name Kalu, and his name was N.D. Kalu. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, that's... Um, while he's doing that, the one other thing I wanted to throw out there is tomorrow we will be doing a college segment on the show, and so I wanted to encourage you um, with college football season really, really kicking off this week, go follow our uh, Dave Campbell's Texas Football College Football Twitter page. It's at DCTFCFB for college football. Um, there doing big things with that account well there. i guess people know like we, we we haven't said it on the air but uh we do have a new guy starting monday yes um although it's monday it's technically um 
It's Labor Day, but I think we're gonna make them work. Uh, <laughs> well, true spirit. Welcome. 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 Get to work. Welcome to the party, pal. Uh, Mike Craven from the Austin American Statesman is joining us as our college yeah. football insider. So we're excited to have him aboard. Uh, and so I will actually be Ish and I are recording Republic of Football today. I'm gonna be on Republic of Football, uh, and so Sorry. you can listen to that. What's that? You're pinch hitting. I'm pinch hitting, but it's only for one episode. Mike will make his debut on the Sunday episode of Republic of Football. DK Kalu is the son of Indy. Indy yes! Kalu. Let's go. Still got it. Season. I recognize some of these words. Still got it. <laughs> Indy's, Indy's been a color commentator on high school ball for a while. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. That's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us, a lot of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Thanks again to Jason Howell of Texags for being our guest. And Powers, thanks for for stopping by let's do it again next maybe, week maybe see you tomorrow for some pizza and soda yeah i'm gonna try to make it by for sure for that sounds like fun for eat for ashley pickle i'm greg tepper vince young please meet your player of the year trophy we'll see you tomorrow on texas football today mm-hmm.